Hi. Before we begin this week's episode of the Dave Duke Podcast, I just want to make you aware and give you the heads up that there is talk of mental health and suicide in this week's episode. I don't want it to creep up on you or jump up on you, and that's why I want to give you the heads up. And if you are struggling with your mental health, and you are having thoughts of suicidal ideation, please reach out and talk to someone. You are not alone. Even though it might feel like it, there are people willing to talk and to listen and hear your story. Samaritans are available on 116-123, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Reach out. It's grand, not being grand. Now that you've got the heads up, let's begin. You big dana bastard! Where'd you get your feet? Jesus Christ! One gamba to This is the Dave Duke Podcast. You are very welcome to episode 30 of the Dave Duke Podcast. I'm Dave Duke and first of all I want to apologise for episode 29 of the Dave Duke Podcast. Last week's episode, in my humble opinion, was a bit shit. It was a day late, it was ill thought out, I was devoid of inspiration and creativity, so I decided to just talk about things I'd like to go to and things that I'd went to solo-ly. It wasn't good enough. Hopefully today we'll make up for it and we will have plenty of laughs. But before I try and make it up to you, here is some plugging of things that's happening in my life and that you might be interested in as well. Chase and Abbey have rescheduled their date and we are all systems go for the 18th of November. That's Saturday, next Saturday. Unless you're listening to this in the future. Then it passed and it was a wonderful night. I hope you didn't miss out. And you don't need to miss out. Chase and Abbey, myself on support, 18th of November, Dome Bundoran, County Donegal. Ticket link is in bio. Plus more information. Next week, also, I will be making not my copper's debut, but the first of my monthly residency kicks off. So it's happening on Tuesday, the 14th of November, and then the 12th of December, 9th of January. It's looking like it's going to be the second Tuesday of every month. Going forward indefinitely. So I might see you in Copperface Jacks. And I might pop up outside of Tuesdays as well. Weather permitting. Next week also. Unless you are once again listening to this in the future. Maybe you should go check out DaveJuke.ie right now. There is some merch dropping. A couple of t-shirts. A crew neck. Maybe one other surprise. Just in time for Christmas. The shop is only going to be open for a few weeks. And then it's going to be closed. When stock runs out. And it will. Small quantities. This is a not-for-profit running off a shop. If you knew how little money was in it, you would ask the question, Dave, why the fuck are you doing it? Because I think it might be cool. There is a demand for some of the stuff I am releasing. And you can sign up to be the first one to get into the shop. DaveDuke.ie You'll go to the second tab and you'll see sign up. Another link for the bio of this podcast. It's going to be a very busy bio. So there we go. Chesnabby, the 18th of November. Dave Duke making not his copper's debut, but the first of his Tuesday night residency dates 
on the 14th of November and we are launching a bit of merch just in time for Christmas. DaveDuke.ie, second tab, sign up and you'll be the first to get an email about the shop opening. And then you can go in and browse and go, ah, well, I don't want any of this, but at least I was the first to see. All is in bio. All the details. Prank calls. That is the subject of this week's podcast, episode 30. Prank calls were once a staple of the Irish radio industry. And they've waned so much. When is the last time you've heard a prank call on Irish radio? It probably wasn't yesterday. Probably wasn't last week, last month. It's been a while. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, times have moved on. Number two, is there an appetite for them anymore? And number three, a very grave incident that happened on Australian radio that led to prank calls being shelved on a lot of stations, not just in Australian radio, but across the world. Everybody shit themselves after this happened. And it will be explained in today's podcast. But let's begin with a couple of self-examples that I've had over the years. I used to be on nighttime radio and I radio 9 to 12 on a show called The Hub. And a couple of my favourite prank calls that I'd done on that was the world's shortest prank call. You'd go on Dundee, you would see an ad just gone up, you'd ring them, and you'd do something like this. Hello. Hello, is that Killian? It is, yeah. How's things, man? I'm ringing about the Impretz on Dundee. How's things? How are you getting on? Uh, not too bad. Is it still for sale? Oh, it is, yeah. I only put it up five minutes ago, not even. Ah, uh, that's a shame. All right, thank you. No, hello. All right, bye-bye. The world's shortest prank call takes all of about 17 seconds. Another staple of mine was the I'm not going or coming to work prank call. You would pick a business at random, you would ring them, and you would be adamant that you weren't coming to work. But, of course, you never fucking worked there in the first place, which would lead to some confusion and some anger. And like Kelly's Bar in Belfast... Well, some northern hilarity. Hello, Kelly. Yo, what's the crack? Are we busy? No, no, not too bad, no, it's bad enough. Right, I'm not coming in then, so... What's that? I'm not coming in. I'm just not working tonight. Oh, sorry, here, that's kind of what you said. Nice, okay. What's tell, that? tell whoever needs to be told, I'm just not coming in. Hello? Hello? Who's this? It's Dave, I'm not coming in. Did you say? I'm not coming in. Who is it? It's Dave. Not coming in. He's not coming in. It's Dave. Not coming in. Dave's not coming in. I'm not coming in. No. Who are you? It's Dave. No, just not working tonight. All right. It's snowy. You don't work here. I, I do work there. Who are you? I'm not coming in. I don't know who you are. I'm not coming in. Right. Just, just, I'm not coming in. Okay. What are you thinking, Frank? I'm just not working tonight. All right. Work more. Just let it go. What are you meant to be working? Look, I'll be in tomorrow and we'll pick up again. I just couldn't be arsed this evening. It's snowy. I'm not coming in. Are you going Hello. to tell them or not? Hello? Hello? Come here. What are you meant to be working? I'm not coming in, right? I'm not coming in where? I'm just not coming in to you, right? I'm just, it's not happening. I'm coming in to where? I'll be in tomorrow. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Look, we'll come in tomorrow. We'll sort it out. Just couldn't be arsed this evening. Don't want to work. Don't want to listen to customers. I'll be in tomorrow. All right? 
No hard feelings? Yes. All right. Okay. See you tomorrow. Bye. Good luck. <laughs> Another, what, caveat or genre of prank call? That I'm not coming to work call. Pick a business at random and just try and convince whoever you get on the phone that you're not coming in. And they will try and argue with you that you don't work there. Anyone else would just hang up the phone, but once you get into a tussle with a bollocks like me ringing you, then it's hard to not back down. Those were two of my favourite prank calls that I did on the hub. I've only put out one prank call recently on the show. That was back in May, and it was the Night Porter prank call. And look out and listen out for a little thing that I call the switcheroo on this prank call. I was in a Midlands town. I don't want to identify any features that might lead to your man being identified. And on the door of the hotel, it looked to me like they were looking for a night porter. It said night porter and then a phone number. But of course, it wasn't that they were looking for a night porter. The sign was left up 24 hours for the night porter after 12 o'clock or 11 o'clock whenever there's no one on reception. So I rang it and here's what happened. Hello? You're looking to get in? How are you doing? I'm inquiring about the night porter job. Yeah, I'm the the night porter on right now. Well, if you're there, why did they need another night porter? Uh, What do you mean? Well, there's a sign on the door that says your number saying night porter. So you're looking for a night porter and I'm out of work and I want a job. No, that's not for a job. That's my number so that residents can contact me, yeah, to get in. Yeah, but why would residents want to be a night porter? They're just there on holidays. Your marketing is all wrong. Maybe you're better off ringing in the morning. Um, There'll be a manager on duty. Uh, You can discuss that with them. Are you leaving or are you no good? Getting them hooked in, getting them a little bit worked up. They're not just there yet, so what do you do? Well, of course, you ring them again. Hello, front desk. I thought you were the night porter. I am. What are you doing on front desk? I was looking for a job and you told me you were the night porter. Listen, I am the night porter. That sign you saw is not for a job. Are you thick or what? I don't think I'm the thick one here. I think it's you. They're advertising your job in the front door and you don't even realise it. The fish is now hooked. So what do you do? You ring them again. Hello, hotel. I just want to make a complaint about your night porter. I keep ringing for a job and they keep saying, oh, it's only for That's residents. That's because there is no f-ing job. There is no job. There is no job. Can you get it into your f-ing head? There is no job. That number is for residents. I think you're Do night- you understand what a night porter does? I think your night porter needs to be Do replaced. You? They're quite unprofessional. Oh, there's no f-ing job. Jesus. And the final move in this. You didn't. It's the classic bait and switch. You have them so hepped up that when you ring them, they never think it's going to be anyone else. Do they? Do they? No. Jesus Christ. How stupid are you, can I ask? How thick are you? There is no job. None. If you're looking for a job, off down to the doll office. They might sort you out. There's nothing here for you. Off. Um, we're in room 202. 
Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, we've been getting a lot of uh, a lot of prank calls there um, uh, lately, so uh, I, 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 I apologise for for. Um, Are you truly sorry? No, genuinely, genuinely, my my absolute apologies. It was um, we were just getting a lot of a lot of calls there, a lot of prank calls. I do have a recommendation for you, though. A, a recommendation. Yeah, that you replace your night porter because he's useless. Oh. Ah, God bless that night porter. He was a wonderful sport when I rang him back again and told him who I was and what I was doing with the call. And he said, yeah, you can put it out, but don't dare name me or the hotel. I don't want to be identified. So, due to his wishes, I will keep the details scant. I was in a Midlands town, not at loan, and I was in a hotel for a bit of grub in the middle of the day and on the door of the hotel there was an A4 sheet of paper with the words night porter and a mobile number and it looked like to me from first inspection that this hotel was looking for a night porter but instead they never took down the sign from the night before maybe they leave the sign up all day or day out of laziness of course the night porter comes on night duty and you ring him if you want to get into the hotel because the receptionist has gone home and the hotel is a lot quieter. So this was racking around in my brain. I took a photo of it. I thought it was a bit odd. And I realised that, I wonder, has he ever gotten a call from someone who was looking for a night porter job? So I tested it out. And there you go. And the old switcheroo. It's a classic in prank calls. You get them so hepped up. And you get them to such a point that they're going to explode. That when you ring them again, they go stone mental over the phone. And then you pretend you're someone else. And then you unleash on them. And I learned that trick from listening to different prank calls, including probably my favourite Irish example of all time. And it comes from Mr. Fergal Darcy, an ex-parish man of my own. I radio Mr. Fergal Darcy. He's one of the people I grew up listening to. And he has, I I think he has to get the crown. There are others out there and I suppose we could debate it all day. But to me, this is top drawer. Hello? How are you getting on? I'm just ringing there about a trampoline I saw you had for sale. That's right, yes, yeah. It was uh, it was my daughter's, but she doesn't really use it anymore. So it's only, it's only taking up space out the back, to be honest with you. You have a daughter? We have two daughters, yeah. Yeah, how old are they? Uh, well, one is uh, 12 and the other is 9. Oh, right, right, right. But the trampoline is, is uh, for sale, like I said. Is it a big, big trampoline? It is. It's about uh, six foot across. Oh, six foot across, yeah. That'd be ideal for what I wanted for. Right. What, what do you want it for, exactly? I, I have neighbours there. There's a group of young nurses. And they'd be there and they're, they're out in the back garden. Sun themselves. Well, look, uh, sir, I, I don't uh, think that... that I, only uh, wanted, I only wanted I only wanted for myself for exercising, you know, but I might get the yeah. old sneaky peek over the wall. Yeah, well, I tell you what, I, I think there may be somebody else ringing up about it anyway. I don't think I'd be interested in that. Thank you very much. I'd pay care. you well, I'd pay you well. Hello? I think we got cut off the last time. Uh, no, we didn't get cut off. Uh, it's I, me I about the trampoline. Yes, know. I know who. Uh, yeah. Can I ask your name, by the way? My name is John. 
John. Well, John, let me explain to you. I, I that trampoline belonged to my daughter, uh, and I I don't I don't like the sound of. To be very blunt, I don't like the sound of the way you're you're coming on there. I'm looking jumping. over the wall now. Yeah, looking I'm over looking, the wall. I don't I don't. I'm agree looking with over that. it now. There's a fine girl there. She's like Marilyn Monroe. She's all woman. Is that right? Well, listen. I'd be really honest with you, John. That's your concern. Oh, I, I've no she's interest. Fine. Yeah, it's no oh, interest to me. I, I, and big old, oh, if I could only get a look, if I could get a go your trampoline. Yeah, well, I'll tell you something. But you won't get a go of my trampoline. I'm sure you would. Well, listen, the, oh, I, you know what I think? Jesus, I'd yeah. look over that wall. Uh, do me a favor now, John. I, this this will oh, probably go Jesus. off. Oh, Jesus. Oh, she's all yeah. woman. Yeah. Do you know what well, you are, John? If you don't mind me telling you, you you're a perverted old goat. And if you don't get off the line, I will call the police. I'm not a pervert. Pervert. I'm not a pervert. Hello? I'll give you 20 euro for it. No, listen to me, John. I'll tell you what you'll give me. You'll give me the... Gu- I'll give you the guards, now, if you don't get off the line. No, I've never heard anything disgusting and perverted as you're no, going on about jumping up and down, looking at young nurses. Sh- sh- it is people sh- like you. Sh- sh- you know something? Sh- 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 stop, stop. She's taking her top off. Yeah, I'll tell you something. I'm now going oh, to ring the guards. You're a filthy old pervert. Listen to me, you sick, perverted f***ing If you ring me again, I'm going to get the cops on you and I'll get them to put their tongues up your hole, you f***ing disgusting, ignorant, badly bred f***ing piece of shit. Now piss off. I'm sorry, I was just ringing there about um, an ad I saw for a trampoline. Oh, holy Jesus. Um, is it still for sale? Uh, it is. It is, I'm afraid. Uh, <clears throat> Could you use it for looking at young ones over the wall? Could you? you are the greatest. I still get a laugh out of it. So good. So, so good. He's got the best pervert voice. And I, I this is a compliment, Fergal, if you hear this. The best pervert voice I've heard on Irish Radio. <sighs> Nurses. It's so good. I get a laugh out of it so much that's a prank call gone right so right but what about a prank call gone wrong that has nearly ended all prank calls and it comes from Today FM an Australian radio station no connection or affiliation to Today FM in Ireland and I feel it's very important to say that and the two hosts Michael Christian and Mel Gregg are thinking, what can we do in December of 2012? Will and Kate, the royal family Will and Kate, are expecting a baby. And Kate is in hospital. And the tabloids are going stone mental because they can't get any information. It's a locked shop. So the two presenters on this Australian radio station, decide we're going to get the information. They never thought it would get so far. We've been handed a phone number, all right? And we have been told that this phone number is the hospital mm. where Kate Middleton is currently staying. Now, we, don't, we thought we'd give it a call. We don't want to cause any trouble. Yeah. We, don't want to, we don't want to stress her out because she's doing it tough. Yep. But I reckon we can maybe get her on the radio tonight. Look, I don't know. I mean, everybody would be trying well, this. Well, this this is why I thought of a, a plan. We can't yeah. just ring up and go, Hi, it's MC and Mel from the Summer 30. Can we chat to Kate? Hang up. Not going to happen. Yeah. You are going to be the queen. This is awesome. I'm going to be Prince Charles. Hello, I'm 
the Queen. Ben and M, you're involved in this as well. Uh, we thought that maybe you could be the, the, the royal corgis, if, if you're okay with that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sure, we'll so, pop on in we'll in a come sec. In. Come into the studio. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to dial this number. This is fun. Oh, I mean, this is fun. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to be the Queen. Hello, I'm the Queen. Hello, Prince Charles over here, oh, you're Prince Charles. Mm-hmm. I like your ears. And <laughs> Ben and M are going to be the royal corgis, so... Let's um okay, let's 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 give this hospital a call okay. and see if we can get Kate Middleton or maybe even Prince Wills on the phone tonight. So okay. the number number's going in. Oh jeez, I hope this happens. Hello, good morning, King Edward Seven Hospital. Oh hello there. Could I please speak to Kate, please, my granddaughter? Oh yes, just hold on. Um... Thank you. Are they putting us through? Yes. <laughs> if this has worked, it's the easiest prank call we've ever made. <laughs> Your accent sucked, by the way. I just want you to know. <laughs> I'm not used to playing old 80-year-olds. Kate, my darling, are you there? Um, good morning, Mum. This is uh, the nurse which speaking. How may I help you? Hello, I'm just after my granddaughter, Kate. I want to see how her little tummy bug is going. Mummy! She's sleeping at the moment, Mommy. and she Mommy. has had an uneventful night. Um, and, and sleep is good for her so as, as we speak. She's been getting some fluids to rehydrate her, because she was quite dehydrated when she came in. Um, but she, she's stable at the moment. My dear, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank okay. you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> she has given us real information. Mumsy, I think that they believed everything <laughs> that we just said. I am the queen. Bow for me. <laughs> Bow for me. Bow for you and your terrible accent. <laughs> the prank call went instantly viral around the world and, of course, every tabloid newspaper under the sun started reporting that she was in hospital with morning sickness and they were reporting on the prank calls and the nurses and the hospital. Mel Gregg and Michael Christian from Australian Radio Today FM, not to be affiliated with Today FM in Ireland. Just to give you a little bit of context, it was Kate Middleton who was in hospital in December 2012. She was pregnant with Prince George He wasn't born until July 2013, so it was very early stages of pregnancy and it was to be her first child to William. What happened next changed prank calls on radio forever. One of the hospital workers who was duped by Australian disc jockeys into believing the Queen of England was on the phone for Kate Middleton has been found dead. ABC's Lama Hassan has the details. For a week, King Edward VII Hospital has been at the centre of a white-hot media glare. And one day after Duchess Kate checked out, tragedy. It is with deep sadness that I can confirm the tragic death of a member of our nursing staff, Jacintha Saldana. It was Saldana who answered the phone on Tuesday when two Australian DJs impersonating the Queen and Prince Charles asked to speak with Kate. Hello, good morning. King Edward VII Hospital. Oh, hello there. Could I please speak to Kate, please, my granddaughter? 
Oh, yes, just Soldana. Thank you. Soldana put them straight through to Kate's private nurse, who unwittingly divulged details about her medical condition. It became a global punchline. An Australian radio station has managed to trick the hospital. The whole world laughing at the Duke nurses, even Prince Charles making light of the situation. <laughs> The DJs boasting of their prank. We were expecting to be hung up on. We didn't even know what to say when we got through. Tonight, the hospital acknowledged the toll the prank took on the nurse who answered the phone. Jacintha was recently the victim of a hoax call to the hospital. The hospital had been supporting her through this very difficult time. This morning, Jacintha Saldana was found dead just a few blocks from the hospital. Scotland Yard called her death unexplained but not suspicious. She was 46 years old, married with two children. The nurse Jacintha Saldana, the nurse that we heard patching the call through to the private ward, even though she had revealed no personal details herself, she died by suicide only a couple of days after the prank call. As you can imagine, the backlash was immediate. The two presenters, Mel Gregg and Michael Christian, who'd done the prank call, were immediately pulled off the air. Advertisers started abandoning and boycotting Australian Today FM. And since then, prank calls on radio across the world have been minimal. There was no prank calls on any radio station for a long while after December 2012 when this happened. And you can understand why. It's just going to be in bad taste after what had happened. It was an infamous story and nobody was prank calling fucking anybody in case anything even remotely similar like that happening. This isn't an excuse. It's just given another side of the coin Uh, That poor nurse, Jacinta Saldana, struggled with her mental health and suicidal ideation. And there were suicide attempts beforehand. But the prank call and the backlash and becoming world famous so instantly, at no fault of your own, had a massive toll on her mental health. You can understand why prank calls just disappeared for a long while. And bosses, rightly or wrongly, were very sceptical about any of them going on the air. It's a horror story. It's one of those lessons for radio people just to be aware of. Not to scare someone shitless about doing something wild, but there is a duty of care on us as radio presenters to make sure that we're not harming anybody in our work. Because what's worth that? After the downer of that, let's pick it right up as we end with my personal favourite prank call on radio. And I shout out to people who are never named, even though this has 50 million views on YouTube and you might have heard it before. Shout out to Shaggy, Trish and Nick of Z104 Norfolk, Virginia Radio. Norfolk, Virginia is in the United States of America. It's a city I had never heard of before. 240,000 people live there. Trish left in 2015 from the show. Nick on the show only left in July. And Shaggy is still on Z104. This is the John Cena prank call finishing off episode 30 of the Dave Duke podcast. Till we speak again. 
Check out the links in the bio. Look after yourself and take it. Savage. Fucking handy. Hello? I have just one question for you. Are you ready? Am I ready for what? Who's this? Are you ready for this Sunday night when WWE champ John Cena defends his title in the WWE Super Slam? Right now you can order this awesome pay-per-view event for just $59.99. I'm sorry, no, there is not any chance in hell that we're ever going to have wrestling in this house again. But thank you, but no. Have a good day. Standing in John Cena's way when he takes on six men in a steel cage shoots and ladders match at WWE Super Slam. Order now and save $10 with a low, low price of just $49.99. Sir, you guys just called me, and as I mentioned before, we're not ordering this, so please stop calling my house. Thank you and goodbye. Hello? Hi, can I speak to Champ? Who? Champ? Is Champ there? Who is Champ? That question will be answered this Sunday night! John Cena defends the belt! Listen! Hey! Super Slam! Hey, sir! Please quit calling my house! The Undertaker! Quit calling me! See a punk! And even Triple H in the big show in a spit-swapping makeout match! WWE Super Slam! Hello? Hello? Can you stop screaming in your little sirens and whatever that is? Can you knock it off for five seconds? Not interested. Stop calling my f***ing house. Hello? I'm watching you. Excuse me? That's exactly what The Undertaker told John Cena! But will he be able to take the belt from the mightiest champion in WWE history at this weekend's WWE Super Slam? Stop calling my house John before Cena. I get your number. I will track you down and absolutely tear you Ladder. to pieces. Do you understand me? I know you are. John Cena, crazy motherfucker. Okay, good morning. Uh, hi, I'm just calling this morning to ask if you're a supporter of the United States military. Oh, my God. I apologize. We've been getting called all morning. I, I apologize. And yes. Fantastic. Yes, I am. Great. Are you a supporter of the Marine Corps? Yes, absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Great. Because a former decorated member of the United States Marine Corps needs your support. And his name is John C. He's Only $39.99. I can't believe you're still calling me. I'm about to lose my s***. I swear I'm about to call the police. Hello. 
You have a collect call from John Cena. Will you accept the charges? Oh, f your mother. Listen, stop calling. Do you, is, is listening not your strong suit? I'm really sure it's f is, but you're not hearing me. Shut your f***ing beaten down brain from Super Slam and listen. I am not. I don't care if they're fifty nine dollars, forty nine dollars, thirty nine dollars, or thirty nine fucking cents. I don't want it. It won't happen. It's not coming on my TV again. It won't be allowed in this house. You understand me? Never again will I be wrestling here in this house. Please, I'm going through closets and taking out T-shirts and burning them and calling the police and telling you that you're harassing me. Stop it now! And I am calling the police. Good luck to you. Have a nice day. Yourself.